I'd like to welcome you guys to the Hunting Dog Public Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Knight. Here we will discuss competition hunts, pleasure hunts, and anything else dealing with the hunting dog. It is our sole purpose to bring awareness to preserve the sport of hunting with dogs. Without further ado, let's collar our dogs and send them on through the country. Today's word comes from Romans 10, 10. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Romans 10, 10. Hey guys, today's episode is brought to you by Timber Creek Dog Supply, our go-to for everything hunting dog related. Timber Creek has been in the dog supply business for 20 years and supports multiple tree and running dog organizations. Check them out at TimberCreeksupply.com or on Facebook at Timber Creek Dog Supply. Hey guys, we'd like to thank Precision Aluminum Fabrication for their support in sponsoring the Hunting Dog Public Podcast. Precision Aluminum Fabrication is located in Amit, Louisiana. You can contact them through their Facebook page at Precision Aluminum Fabrication or their website at www.precisiondogbox.com. They specialize in custom aluminum welding from custom dog boxes, aluminum water tanks, aluminum toolboxes, all built to the customer's request. They guarantee the best price on the market without giving up top quality work. If you're in the market for a new dog box, give them a shout. Leave them a message on Facebook or precisiondogbox.com. We'd like to take this time to thank Mr. Jeff Island with the ground floor landscape supply for his support in the hunting dog public podcast thank you all right we're here with uh, a bunch of these old squirrel killing son of a guns i tell you that we're at the gator dog getaway and uh we're gonna do a little dog talking tonight all right here's the president oh. of the gator dog of the, <laughs> the gator dog getaway mr lee langley tell us a little bit about yourself I'm 45 from Lucasville, Mississippi. I've been hunting for since I was, I could walk really. So, about all I can say. <laughs> what about you, Mr. Barber? Tell us about, tell us about yourself. I'm 43 years old, picking in Mississippi. Uh, had beagles most of my life. Had a few squirrel dogs along the way, and got into squirrel hunting here about seven years ago. Fell in love with. It. I got rid of all my beagles, and I saw do squirrel hunting now. Mr. Brandon Lowry, tell us about yourself. <clears throat> I'm Brandon Lowry. I'm 35 years old. I've been squirrel hunting for about 12 years now. I've uh, coon hunted my whole life up until about 12, 13 years ago. When Katrina hit, we stopped coon hunting. Woods just got too thick, and uh, but I fox hunted a good bit. I've had all kind of beagles. I've had all kind of dogs, but coon hunting is where I got my start when I was about seven years old. When Katrina hit, it just got too thick. Got to traveling a good bit and got met my wife. Kind of got uh had to pick and choose. Didn't want to be out all night, so I had to swap over squirrel dogs. We need to give our wives some uh some some recognition. <coughs> now you know they they put up with us through Most all this junk. I met mine when I was going squirrel hunting. <laughs> That's right. First time I ever met her, I thought it was to meet me at the gas station. I said, <laughs> I said 5:30 in the morning. I said we're going. I said we'll go. That's right. She That's awesome. Up. That's awesome right there. Yeah. Yeah, showed up and uh, I think she went the next week and got her 
hunting license and we've been hunting ever since together. So. Look out. She ain't missed for just a few days. Really? She just loves these dogs just as much as us. Well, Cash, she loves Cash. Oh, she, she loves a dog. <laughs> she loves a dog. We're, we're going to talk about Cash here in a little bit. We, uh, we're going to give him his due diligence for sure. He's, he's for real. Oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, let's talk a little bit about, let's go into the whole, you know, I guess, Lee, how you come about with uh, Gator and all. Let's start there. Let's start right there. Well, uh, to begin with, you know, my grandpa on my mama's side, um, I mean, he's one of them true, you know, if it's brown, it's down type yeah. hunters, you know what I mean? He, when I was about seven or eight, he ordered a dog <laughs> and flew it in from, uh, I don't know where he got it. I mean, I was young, but it's, her name was Smiley, and the name that dog Brandon had, yeah. Smiley, because she looked just like it, but we go, I mean, she was pretty much junk. You know, we go kill five, six squirrels with her, and now we had to get my grandma to come catch her. She was the only one that could catch her, so she'd have really? to ride all the way back to the wood to get the dog. But uh, <laughs> then he, my grandpa, he, whatever, you know, whatever I was hunting into, you know, he wanted to make sure I stayed out of trouble, so he'd buy a new, new dog if that's what it took, you know, because Smiley, I'm telling you, she was, I mean, she wasn't any good at all, you know, really. I mean, I, I thought she was at the time, but then we wind up getting a dog named uh, Boo. Uh, from Hub Cochran, and uh, Ooh, boo. and she, you know, she was one of them you go kill 30, 40, you know, every time you go with, and she was, she was just a nice dog, you know. Then when Katrina hit, uh, I mean, I just sold my squirrel dog. There wasn't no woods to hunt around here, just wasn't nothing. Then after a couple of years, I started looking for some, and wound up uh, going to Ronnie Clifton, a bald gator. It was 13 months old, and, you know. And then a couple, couple weeks after that, I wound up buying a dog named Kate, yeah. and uh, she was a Pretty nice uh, dog. I got her from Tishomingo up there. Yeah. Um, and they was, uh, I pulled around and let them, had them in the same pen together. Pulled around and let them get bred. And uh, on accident, uh, you, you let them breed on um, accident? And well, we, after they had the puppies, you know, we was, before I had my starting pen and all, I right. take it to the same, to the tree right now, you know, that and probably 11 weeks old, we'd just walk through the woods. And like, two of them just got up on the tree and just started hammering, you know, and I looked at the first squirrel. Before I got to my mama's walking through the woods, that tree three more, you know, 11 weeks old. And I was like, man, we got we got something here, you know. And little did I know, you know, that, I mean, we bred him to eight, nine other females, you know. And, you know, as dogs that ever litter, by the time they was 13 weeks old, treeing their own squirrels in the wild. So I, wa- you know, I walked that same from y'all's driveway to your mama and them's house that time. Remember when we come up here and got them puppies? Me and uh, Ricky Lewis come up here and got that, uh, that little old bitty dog he had, old Micro, I think he called her, yeah, so much. Micro. That yeah. song, uh, man, we was going down the, the blacktop and a squirrel crossed up there, and uh, man, it wasn't but a second, them little old, man, they wasn't hardly big enough to walk around. They was mm-hmm. little bitty. I was Micro and Ranger. Mm-hmm. Was the yeah, name. Ranger. Both they of them, I think the Ranger dog ended up down there around the house too, and he was nice. He was they were really nice. Like me and Chance Robertson mm-hmm. and somebody else was with us and uh but we cut them loose down there in the wma and them things were tiny we turned chances dog jack and them two puppies out lee just put them in our truck told us turn them loose let them walk with us and uh we cut them jokers loose with jack and jack went in there and got treated like he normal does and them puppies never was nowhere around us we'd lost so i after made four or five trees you couldn't put a collar on they didn't no, the collar fall off. Didn't have no tracking collar on another. Well, after four or five trees of Jack, I said, guys, I gotta go find them puppies. They're gone. I mean, we had no word, no had no clue where they were at. So I walked for, for seemed like forever back toward the truck. 
And uh, and I'd stop, and I finally heard them. They were rare. They were barking a lot. I didn't know if they were treeing or not. I just didn't believe they would be treeing that mm-hmm. young. And I walked probably 400 more yards closer toward the truck, and they were about 500 yards from the truck, and there was water surrounding both all around a big old tree, and they were out on a little about a 20-yard wide or circle little island there, and they were both, one of them was on, it was a picture perfect. One of them was on each side, and they were swapping bars. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and it was just the prettiest thing. I walked, I, I got soaking wet that morning. It was freezing. I walked across the, the slough there, and got both of them, and I didn't. But there was no vine or not. Couldn't I didn't even really look for the squirrel. But I was just glad I got. The, I mean, them puppies wasn't dog. old. 16, 17 weeks old, probably. Yeah, they were a little bitty. I mean, I that, carried them under both arms back yeah, toward the truck. That's nice, man. Yeah. That's that's uh, you know, that's obviously one of Gator's traits is the the early starting. You know, he is known all over for you know how early he's his puppy start the youngest puppy we have was legend eight right? weeks old i watched him tree one in, the, mm-hmm. in lee's mama's yard at eight weeks old. i brought him home the, next mean, week at nine weeks old me and brandon walked to him i mean that was off a corn pile but that was in the woods it wasn't in my training pen right know, but he treated three you know he was going 50 60 yards to, those I puppies that are in the truck down there the mine and yours or no y'all's twos i didn't bring mine but <laughs> i got tricked into that deal but anyway <laughs> they're seven weeks old so you know, you're saying I got them dog. I went and picked them up at Ronnie Clifton or yeah, Ronnie Clifton. Was that his name? Mm-hmm. Ronnie Clifton's house. I loaded them puppies up and brought them straight to Lee's house, and I pulled them out of the dog box and we put them <laughs> in on the ground at Lee's mama's house. And the little legend dog went to tree and a tree and a squirrel where it went up a tree right there in front. Of, I mean, I just got him out of the dog box. He That's ain't nuts. Yeah, it was. Eight it was, weeks old, treated his first squirrel. That was the youngest I'd ever seen one. And he, I don't guess he ever looked back, huh? No. Nope. Hmm. Yeah, he died, didn't Man, he? Man, why I'm killing him? Thought, trying to shoot a coon in that brush pile. Yeah. That legend come around the end to get back on the coon. They shot the coon and the dog. Oh, no, that's terrible. Yep. You know, it's that's one of those deals you hate to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, I had so many questions, and I was going to, I mean, I, was, I meant to write all that down, but, you know, I like to wing everything. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk some. You want to y'all talk some? Uh, you said we we touched on the uh, the Gator and Kate cross there. Let's touch on a couple of the crosses. Oh, uh-huh. I mean every how many times butter, did you know? Yeah, uh, how many times did you breed? Made that cross three times. No, oh, it was four, like six. That no, wasn't. Well, you had the first cross. That was with Bama. No, no that was smoke. Smoke. Uh, that was the accident cross, and the next cross was uh, Smokey, and then the next cross was Bama and. Slick and all them. And the so was Bama guy, and Ca- that that wasn't Candy's. Was that yeah. the same litter? Bama and, and Candy. Candy were okay. Mates. Okay. But it was Bama and Slick and Smiley and that cross. And then after that, you she had nine, I think, on the next litter. And that was uh, shoot, I don't remember. No, Bonnie and them. No, that wasn't Bonnie. That was the litter before the last. So that the was Bonnie the, the last. Bonnie. Litter? Bonnie. Yep. Bonnie was the last litter I raised them at my house. They was Bonnie. I had one named Clyde. Had a black one called Raven we give to Brad Goodman. Mm-hmm. And we had one more. I think it died, though. She raised three, I think. But yeah, uh, Bonnie, old, she... Bonnie turned out to be... Clyde, he... Uh, I don't think he made the cut. He was about the only one that was mm-hmm. Oh, Bonnie, one. that's the one a buddy of mine, old Jace Watkins. Jace Watkins on her. Yeah. She, she's, she's a nice dog. I like her, too. Um... But so that, that that cross there was probably I don't know of two dolls that didn't make it. And that was just because one one got run over, and I think the, uh, the Clyde doll just he 
He wasn't hunting, you know. Yeah, he wasn't hunting at all, hardly. That's right. Somebody got him, but made, more or less made a pet out of him. Right. And so that's going to probably be your favorite cross out of, off of him? Yeah, uh, I'd say so, man. Definitely, you know, kind of bread and butter put me on the map yeah. as far as squirrel dog. But, I mean, we bred the flip and skillet dog yeah. sister, which is what Cash and Patsy and Bell. Yeah, I want to talk about Cash. Uh, dogs come out of. So he's out of Gator. Gator and uh, Sandy, which is Flip Flips. and Skillet, so. Sister. Right. Sister. Right, right. That oh. Every every puppy in that cross made a exceptional squirrel dog. What was uh, Ronnie Poles chick's penny jip out of? He was out of a dual registered camera and Gator. Gator. She had a brother named Dollar, and that's probably the most squirrels I've ever heard kill, you know, one <clears throat> in one hunt with a dog, uh, with Devin that bought the Dollar. He killed 108 squirrels with him. It wasn't two people, so I know that they were <laughs> I don't know his number or, you know, anything, yeah. so I mean, I ain't going to say his last name. Yeah, 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 yeah. They killed 108 on the island over there around Natchez over yeah. there with him that day. And He sent the picture. I looked. I I'm telling you, he was. <laughs> he was wearing them out. He was, uh, was just. He killed you know. 400 squirrels that week with him. Whoa. Uh, Man, it's, it's dogs don't get that. And uh, my, I, the jib I hunted today ain't had. 20 her whole life you know he was a natural that thing we took as another one i just come over there and we loaded thinking he was an idiot for loading up three month old pup they were literally three month old in three days and we took penny and dollar to the wma and shot squirrels too i got on my phone the video i was sending it to ronnie yeah. the other day of his penny dog. I just got a phone with Robbie and I was, and he was talking. I said, well, let me get off here and see if this little dog should 11 weeks old, tree of squirrel. And I walked in the woods and I, well, you can hear me say on video, but that didn't take long. Yeah. And she was in there, you know, 20 yard tree on a wild squirrel, no corn, nothing, just natural, you know. Right. And me and Ronnie, boy, the very first competition hunt I, I went to, I, I took old Big Mo, that hound, and I drew Ronnie. That was down there at Brabham's. You remember, Ty, you was there. Oh, and man, Big Mo, he put on a squirrel tree in clinic that morning. But what happened was, Penny goes in there and gets treed, and Mo's just a big dog, and she's little. And I mean, he's just treed right there, not nowhere from her. And she just couldn't handle it, son. And I think he probably jumped on her, because he jacked a little bit, and it messed her up that hour, you know, because she just messed around, and it was a big running joke. You know, Ronnie, he... He's a good dude. He uh, he's like, I hate that big mo dog, you know. But anyway, uh, it was a funny time. What uh, let's talk about. I like to talk to these dogs. Let's talk. Uh, what was another cross we? That was good. I like the crosses over the the we didn't talk about them, the micro and the ranger. The yeah, sports dogs. They had a little yeah. more tree power. Would you say? Yeah, Keela and Gator. Keela and Gator. That was. Yeah. I got a little dog. Well, she's bred now to uh. To that a, Dixie Creek to stuff. double cause male. Uh, so she, she was a pretty nice little dog. Queen's what we called her. Right. She's, uh, what she do next week? Ain't that right? Two weeks. Really? Y'all gonna have some, huh? Yep. Well, I'll have to try I feel like Felicia ought to get in here and talk uh, cash. How she how she loves cash, you know. Well, don't you? The reason why cash is still at the house, that was a man. Yeah, he was fixing to sell him. Really? Cash was, how old was he? Five, six months old? He was yeah, five or six months old. He went with us, and we had killed like twenty-seven to him. 
that day and that man he just kept on throwing money out throwing got six five hundred dollars i looked over and felicia's lips was quivering she was like don't you sell my dollar you know, that's the only one he's still still around which is good you yeah know, so yeah he, he's Thank producing goodness. dogs he's reproducing he sure is he's uh he's making squirrel dogs also that's like Lindsay. y'all heard her earlier she don't you know she don't pay attention what's up there on the hill no more she just when she goes up there to feed and water for me she just makes sure that black dog's in the end kennel down there sure. that's where he's at she don't care nothing about she don't i mean she's like i don't know what he's got up there as long as that black one's up there i don't care you know, but. i'd probably say my favorite cross and what you've been with her is the uh the kate and gator male dogs off uh, crossed over on the Dixie Creek bloodline mm -hmm. with Terry Snyder's, and they're they're just they're all around good squirrel dogs. And then you cross squirrel dog and squirrel dog. The 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 Kate and Gator cross is just they they are known for being squirrel dogs, and then but they also reproduce squirrel yeah. dogs because I mean my smack dogs out of that same Kate and Gator cross, Kate and Gator over Dixie Creek. Uh, the my dum dum jip I used to have that's called Dee Dee now. She uh, she was out of the Kate and Gator, and uh, she's probably my favorite dog, Brandon Owen. I'm telling you, Dom Dom, she can do it. I washed her in a cast, throw down. I mean, she was with. I think we drew Demon, Jamming Demon of uh, David Hillman's, mm -hmm. and who was the other dog? Was it was yeah, it David Williams? Yes, David Williams, Feist dog, Arrow or something. I don't remember. I don't remember what it was, but man, Dom Dom, look. They'd be in their tree just blowing the top out that demon dog. And I liked him. And uh, he was just a fast, just hard-going dog. And Dum Dum would literally, tote it. I swear, it th I thought she had him in her pocket. She just, when he cut her, you'd see instantly see the squirrel just run well, up. She treated her. one right off the leash. We yeah. didn't, she didn't go probably 20 yards and it took me forever ronnie thompson was there and he said are you gonna tree her yeah. i said, well i didn't i didn't want to because yeah. she was right there but it was just that tree wasn't 15 foot tall and it was just a dead tree. i think she was six something plus six, she had 600 plus yeah didn't have a tree without a squirrel that's right that's exactly right but that demon was looking good too but i think at the time he he had a we had me and david hillman walked in there at the last couple trees and uh demon was we found out what it was. He was jump, he was grabbing them vines. And yeah, and, probably and running along. Oh uh, yeah, he was just shaking the vines before we get there running the squirrels. Man, you can hear that song untreated a mile. Oh yeah, sounded good. So he had a good mile. I guess he still does. I mean, that guy. Oh yeah, I'm sure. He's reproducing too, Demon. I seen some puppies showing up out of him yeah. now. But uh, yes, I love watching Dum Dum go. I ain't going well, to. It's just it. like that. That cross, and then we made that cross again. Well, every cross in that litter, uh, Robbie. Still, he owned a puppy, a jip out of that litter called. Uh, He's on three. Sugar, Yuma, and Bristol. That's right, all three. Every every time we made that cross, was the Daddy Reaper, Alan Poole's dog. Yeah. He died. He got he got out of the pen. Is that the one that died. had the tail? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's only one that Lee left. Yeah. My grandpa, when they was born, he was still alive. He said, "Son of God gave them them tails. Yeah. He's supposed to be on there." He said, "Don't be cutting them tails." Yeah, off. I understand. He likes tails on dogs. For sure. I didn't cut them either. Uh, man, that talking about that, I cut my deer dog tails. I, they, all my do every dog I got, if it's a walker or whatever, it looks like a cur. I just hate a tail. I ain't gonna lie to you, but uh, that all uh, there was some smiley dog that Brian Matthews on. You know she. Yeah, let's talk about her because he's done like he hunted a lot of that was, WTDA, didn't he? Yeah, she was. If I ain't mistaken, he try he he put her in uh, twenty. It was twenty four competition hunts or cast. Tw Hunts. 24 hunts. Gotcha. 
and she won first place in 22 of them. Dying. Placed third in one and fourth in another one at kids' home when kids was handling. Right. But she placed first place in 22 competition. Dang. I like w it, too. World Tree Dog Association. I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's I uh, one of the nice storms that she uh, she's on the dog. But I don't think it's an 11 dog. The best I can remember, I think it's an 11 dog. Could have been nine. I mean, it was, but oh. she was the only... She's the only dog to get treated. She made three treated, no other dog bark in the whole. You know, she come up with, I don't think, a 375 plus point. Nah. They're just known for noses. And that's that's what, dog. yeah, and that's what, you know, that's what I was going to mention. I, those dogs have just, they not just your regular old nose. I mean, you know, there's obviously great dogs out there, but they, that dog, those dogs just, they come in the world with a good nose. I mean, I just, I don't know. Are y'all breeding? I know cash out of him. Um, he's reproducing. Anything else out of out of Gator doing? Uh, by my dog. I mean, oh yeah, shoot! I didn't think about that. He's nice. Well, Smacks out of that. Uh, you know that the smiley yeah, dog. Smacks out of smiley. Uh, Gus Dixie Creek. I think he's Dixie Creek. I know Terry Schneider owns him now, but I don't know it. But it's it may be Williams Gus. But anyway, he's out of a Bill and Jesse male dog right and smiley which is a kate and gator female i still have her at the house brian owns another dog over there too and i think what she went 1400 and something mm -hmm. in 90 minutes 1400 plus points in 90 minutes 100 i think it was that's stupid man yeah, that is ridiculous she wasn't going 40 was yards and had a tree yeah that's uh, his, his buddy owned uh cash and patsy's sister and he thought he had a one with 1100 and something and he come up and he lost call no had 1400 or something so. Good night. At uh, my partner on this deal, Cody. He, I know he's a big Gator fan. You know he likes. Uh, he's uh, he's got a nice little old male dog out of Chances. Jack, Jack and old Jack Candy. Jack is a freak. I'll tell you. I've seen him put on plenty. Chances in here right now. Chances like, in here. He, 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 he don't want to talk about nothing. But I can tell you. I, I'll be one to tell you. I've been with him several times, and that dude, he never ceases to amaze me. I mean, he's just a I tell you, if it was life, if our life depended on going tree forty squirrels in the morning, yeah, we're gonna die. We go get it. We go rob yeah, this dog. He ain't got nothing to do with gator or nothing. Yeah. That just drop a gator anyway. I think Chance was fixing to kill him. I'm telling you, he was. Chance was fixing to kill him. He was. He was so mad at him in the Delta one day. <laughs> what I did he do? Was. What was he doing? I think I don't remember what it was. They can tell it better, but they won't talk, Hardy. But they, uh, man, I'm telling you, he would hunt, but never would tree. He was hunting. He was a hunting fool. We were in the Delta. We were back there in those palmettos, and we shot a squirrel out. He ate it. We could get there and get it. Uh huh. And ever since then, it's like a life sleep. Really? Yeah. He just. Hey, that may be what we need to do. Hey, I've tried it. It don't work with every dog. Smack tried it one today. Smack tried it every puppy since. That's right. You tried it every time. Yeah. Every day. Day I got on my phone. Where we was coming? Where we was coming around the bridge? We seen that squirrel all the way across that lake down there. And Jack started uh, pulling on the lead, and I told Chance, I said, cut him loose. I said, he smells that squirrel. And they like, ain't no way he smells that squirrel way over there. We cut him loose, and he went down the right-hand side of the lake, come out on a little <laughs> point up there, throwed his head up, got his bearings again on that squirrel, went back around the lake and was treed probably, what, 30 seconds? Right where y'all seen the squirrel. Oh, yeah, we went dead that dead tree. I got it on my phone. Well, I put it on Facebook. Yeah, where right, right up under the highway bridge. Uh -huh. I'll tell you, it was probably, what, 120 different 30 yards, 40 yards. So, I mean, he was far enough to come out there on that point, wind that squirrel again, going around. 
I mean, that, he just squirreled. Well, me. talking about that, when I had Snow Girl and was hunting her at the house, she had, so I took some kids hunting. I mean, she's the perfect dog. I wanted a dog that I could take my customers with and Tank, he's just not your friend. He's just not. So mm-hmm. I wanted something that you could go kill squirrels to. And anyway, I took some boys, some high school kids uh, off the Pearl River and man, we were, it was just about dark. And one of them boys said, there's a squirrel right there. And I was like, where? He's like, you see it way up there? And I said, and she was just kind of like standing on the end of that leash, you know, just kind of reared up doing this right here. And I said, I believe that dog smells that squirrel. And I was like, I ain't got no flashlight. I don't know if she coon hunts. I said, but shoop, and I cut her. And that heifer ran straight down the road and said, whoop, 90 degrees, and just said, yow, 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 yow. And it was dark, and we shot that squirrel out to her right at dark. Them two dogs, Snow Girl and Jack, have been the death of a man. They show no nice. Medium. They show nice. She don't oh. come, huh, mm-hmm. I took possum. one night and I said, I said, it's a possum. Really? There's a possum in the woods. She'll treat Hey, it's some folks that really like, they want, hey, you might can sell her they as a possum. They do it up north, man. They can treat the fire. Saturday. <laughs> she was for sale Saturday? <laughs> what, how'd she act Saturday? Just like she was coming in heat? Yeah, that's how many would act today. I think mine's coming she in too. Out. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't imagine I'm gonna hunt mine tomorrow. She's she didn't act that good to me either. Oh, uh, well, I'm glad we don't. Wasn't no gator dog. Out. That's what it was. I didn't have no gator dog with me. Shoot, no. I don't know about that. We uh. I'm glad we don't shoot them every time we say we're gonna shoot them because that. <laughs> man, my wife would be so kind of mad. They a lot of the gator dogs may not be everybody's cup of tea on the. They ain't the hardest tree dog. On the hard, sure. yeah, they're not the hardest. Some of them now, dollar, good grief. That junker was a hundred bark a minute tree dog. I mean, he was a freak tree dog, and Penny was a good natural tree dog. Yeah, she. And there's a handful of them out there, was. Or, or you know, ten or twelve out of them crosses that were just really nice tree dogs. But man, they may not be everybody's cup of tea on competition dogs. Now you can you can tone, tone tweak them and work them and, and make them competition dogs. But they're just man. If you want to go kill some squirrels, you just about can't beat them. I mean, I know sure. everybody's. They squirrel dogs out there of every breed, but I've went through piles of them. I mean, the first time I ever met Lee, he uh, he I had a feist. I don't even remember. Well, he was out of some Williams Bud and something else. He was actually I had some cur dog in him, but he I thought I had something. Man, I could go to the woods and kill four or five squirrels, you know, on a Saturday morning. Go back to the house, go back that evening and kill one or two. A buddy of mine, hey, we all just had a blast with him, and that's great. Man, uh, I had bought another little jip <clears throat> that I had sent off to get tra- uh, at Terry uh, Snyder's training pins before I met Lee. And uh, I just got home one day, and everybody got tired of seeing everybody's post. Man, they were killing 20, <laughs> 25, and 30. And I was like, there's just something wrong with this. So I call, I, I put my that feist and that little cur dog, uh, I put them on Facebook for sale. And uh, I, I sold them. And I put on there a few days later, I said, I got $1,500. I said, I'm looking for, this was a long time ago. I said, That's I got a lot 50. of money a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, well, I mean, well, I mean, it was probably, it was a lot of money for me anyway. I mean, I had just got married and. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were, well, I mean, I mean, I had, well, we weren't broke, but I mean, we wasn't living the luxuries of life anyway. But yeah, I, I put on there and it wasn't just a few minutes. Lee Langley put on there and said, message me or called me and put his number on there. Well, I called him. And he said, uh, why don't you come down here and go, hey, she, I see you're not very far from me. He said, come down here and go hunting with me. He said, I got some uh, three-month-old little puppies down here we'll go coon hunting with. 
And at that time, I was like, this stinking idiot <laughs> is out of his stinking mind. For one, I said I got $1,500 to spend on a squirrel dog. I'm not fixing by a three-month-old puppy right. that ain't doing nothing, for one. But yet, he, this dude thinks he were fixing to go coon hunting plus with three-month-old puppy. Plus, he's yeah, hard to understand. <laughs> yeah, I, have to stay. Hey, I don't know that if y'all have ever talked to Lee Langley on the phone, he needs a... Yeah, I had to go outside because my wife, it was, it was about eight thirty nine 9 o'clock and my wife was, go, was trying to get in there and get ready to go to bed. So I had to go outside to talk because I kept saying, do what now? You said what now? Because I, but I find, because I, I just didn't realize, I didn't want to believe he said he, we was going to go coon hunt with three months old puppy. But he said, I tell you, he said, I'm serious. Come up here Friday night. And he said, we'll cut these puppies loose. And we'll, we'll. So I just had to go just so I could laugh at the dude and uh, or just see if he was really telling the truth. Man, we took that litter of Kate and Gator puppies. We took like five of them that night. It was Bama, Slick, uh, Cater. Cater? What kind of name is that? Cater. Kate and Gator. Oh, okay. Michael Dixon. Yeah, I got Michael you. Dixon yeah. got her and named her Cater. And, uh, and Croc, Slick's brother, Croc. We took those five. And uh, at this time, I'm riding with him and thinking, oh, my goodness. We had Bo and Bo and Tyler in the back seat, and they were fighting the whole way there. And I was like, what in the world? <laughs> we get there, and uh, we cut them loose. Anyway, we walk them down this trail in the old hunting club they're in. And, man, it's not just a second. They just fly in the woods like they're just butts on fire. And they fly in there, and they go to barking. And I'm like, what are they doing? Well, we walk over. I mean, they're not, I mean, need to say they're not going in there shooting in there 500 yards trying to coon, but they're 50 yards from us and they're blowing the top out of this tree. All, I mean, it sounds like a deer race. They're so loud in there. Mm. And we go in there and see a coon. We shoot the coon out to them. And they're, uh, that night, they made six or seven trees and we look at five coons with three month old puppies. Dang. And I just, I was just speechless. He was reaching in his hand, back pop of both hands, and wanted to get that $1,500 out Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was trying to get it. And, uh, yeah, he didn't know me, but I went, that was on a Friday. No, that was on a Thursday night because I went to Bible study the next night on a Friday night, and I just could not quit thinking about this little dog he had named Slick, and it was just a pretty buckskin-looking dog. Is it the Slick you got now? The slick I got now. And uh, anyway, I walk outside and I call him and I said, what's your bottom dollar on Slick? What will you take for it? He said, well, that's my son's dog. He said, he's going to pick Tim. He, I ain't going to say it. Well, I think they had some kind of cahoots, but he, 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 I, he finally talked old Bo. I think Bo talked into uh, selling him to me and I bought him and it was just, it was a game on after that. Man, I had him. I didn't have him. I see that was three months old and I had him until he was nine months old. And Reese Broom brought him, bought him from me, and that started him on squirrel dogs. He he bought him from me at, at nine months old. We took him hunting, and he made eighteen trees with us, thirteen squirrels at nine months old. Mm, that's pretty salty there. But yeah, that that's just that, and that's why I'm kind of partial to the Kate and Gator cross. Yeah, that's just kind of what it kind of blew my mind when I seen it. Kind of got your start on on there, huh? Yeah. Nope. I think oh, everybody good. in that room I've met got all the squirrel That's right. I know you meet you and I have for sure. Mm-hmm. I had uh, let you put that little Apache 2 female. You remember it took her forever to get started. I mean, you kept her six months. And before she, I think she made one tree or something. And anyway, 
Oh, and you sent me the little sniper jip, Jasmine, remember? I love that little old dog, man. But, you know, that's the one that got out of my pen, and somebody, my neighbor said, oh, what did they say? They said, uh, I seen you, you little yellow dog. He said, a little man in a S10 pickup picked her up. You know, so basically what I was doing was I was blowing her up on Facebook. I mean, you shooting eight, ten squirrels out to a little old six months. She was six, seven months old. Um, and somebody knew who she was around the house. Got her, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, I liked her. She had, you remember, she had that red mange one time. Mm-hmm. And my vet told me it wouldn't. I mean, it wasn't. You, it probably wouldn't get to their puppies, but. There was always that chance, you know, but anyway. Can't remember what, what, Daddy was sniper, I can't remember what the bottom side was. What do you know? We didn't have this thing, we bought those pups. Mm-hmm. Oh. Where'd they come from? That was Sniper's last litter, right? No. I think like... he bred two the same week, and he died just right after that. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think he's a, I don't think she was a sister to the male that's still over, at least I bred Daisy to. I don't think she was a sister to him. You don't? So y'all got three of them puppies, right? We had a, yeah, we had a whole little tarot wound up one. That was, I mean, yeah, he, wound, he wound up with a male and female off of them for a while. They were compact, I mean, quick little dog, good miles. Yeah, I liked them. That one I bred to over there, I'm telling you, he's nice at man's 70-something years old, and he takes his grandkids hunting all the time with him, and he, he killed a slew of squirrel. Really? And you got, you think she's bred? Oh, yes, she She's a direct uh, female off a of gator, what candy dog, yeah. and that legend dog sister. And you bred her to a sniper son. The direct male off sniper. I mean, dang, that ought to be something there. And they ought to be some fast, get through the woods. Yeah, dog, she's like hard that. going. Yep. I know Merle and all them have good luck with that. You know those dogs for sure. Oh, what else can we talk about? Uh, you know, I like dogs, man. Let's talk dogs. <laughs> I can tell you another. another. And they ain't, ain't even again. It ain't the gator dog bloodline or nothing. But it's, it's we got some dogs bred like him. Is is Tim's dog, Sweetie? Yeah. Man, me and uh, I think first time I went with her, man, I was just <laughs> floored. That thing was treeing every. I mean, seventy five yards. And at first, I was like, "Come on now, this thing is slick treeing." You it. took her to that yo that you took her to Miles Miller's hunt, didn't you? One time. Yeah, and I, I actually had it one and uh it was all we, we were having problems seeing squirrels right it yeah it, i mean it was it early was in, too it was in august yeah you know? that's what i was fixing to say it was about no, this time nobody was seeing squirrels and uh the the levi dog that zach crap yeah uh-huh. tree and when we got to him squirrel come down my side of the tree and run out anyway he, he won the hunt but, right and he's a good dog he, he deserved it but, yeah uh, he's out of festus and one of todd's females i think yeah, yeah. Um, I've been with that dog a couple of times in Catholic. He's uh he's awful. That's that's Bob's half brother. Oh, sure is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's nice. We uh I had an old dog that was a pretty decent squirrel dog, but he's getting some age on him, and I saw that litter of puppies. Keith Jones has been posting all doves wins and stuff, and had my mouth watering for a puppy <laughs> out of him, and uh so. I told my dad about it, and he called me back the next day. He said, son, you need one of them puppies. I said, well, I said, I ain't got my dog sold yet. I don't have the money. I'm not going to get it. And he said, well, no. He said, you need that puppy. He said, give me that guy's address. I'm going to send him the money. I said, no, you ain't doing that. 
we argued back and forth and anyway um, he sent the money for the dog and uh, I went and picked her up and uh, I'd sold my old dog and I paid him back for her got the puppy but anyway right. I, I got her home and uh, she had a little heart in her forehead and we'd we'd start calling her sweetheart and I said nah, it ain't gonna work we gotta shorten that up I'm not screaming that through the woods <laughs> I'm not calling her sweetheart well we had her in the house and uh she literally is my wife's little house dog. Uh, she just a uh, she she don't never call you don't even know she's on the place uh, but uh, there was a, a story behind old Doug uh, Keith had you know he was going through a rough time in life and when he got the little dove dog um she was just a blessing in his life i mean he got to be able to meet a lot of people and kind of got out of the the rough patch he was in through the dog and uh anyway she's meant a lot to him well over over the years you know i had tried to um get in with some of these squirrel hunters and they didn't nobody know me so they didn't nobody want I don't know this dude you know right. <laughs> kind of shunned me a little bit and uh, word got around about Sweetie mostly Keith uh, talking her up a little bit and uh, Brandon invited me to come go hunting with him and I knew she was pretty, pretty nice but I, <laughs> I didn't didn't really know what I had at the time that morning I think where did we go that day and we went down the river uh, that was Brant Smith with us. Yeah, and Man, so I'm did you go down there to where they no, were? He come down here with oh, us. We put it. We went in a boat. Gotcha. And man, we cut that joker loose. I, I mean, literally, she treed thirty yards out of the boat, which is fine. It's great. I mean, we do that all the time. But we went to that tree thank and you, shot thank and you. shot a squirrel out. But it was every fifty yards she treed, and we killed a squirrel and all but like five trees. We ended up killing three man limit in like an hour and a half. Really, and this is in a WMA where this is hunted to death. And wow. I just, I told, I told Lee when we left, I said, "Man, I'm dying. This thing's the real deal." Like she was, wasn't going 75 yards and treeing, but she had to squirrel every time she treed. She wasn't just blowing up trees. Right, that was impressive. I yeah. had told him that that morning, uh, and I was like, "We don't have to hunt mine. No, we can hunt y'all." I said, this is just my wife's little house dog. And yeah. when we were coming out, old Brent said, man, I sure wish my wife had a little house dog. <laughs> yeah. I wish me I had a nice house dog. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we all, I'm telling you. But uh, she's definitely been a blessing. Uh, you know, I got to meet Lee. Lee called me on my way home. Had about an hour and a half ride back home from where we were hunting. And he Did y'all talk all the way home? Huh? Did it was a pretty good way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he was trying to buy her. And, uh, uh, I was I was pretty poor too. I, my wife said no, sir. Uh, <laughs> and since then, I got to where I just tell people, unless you can pay for my divorce, and I come out real good on yeah, the other end, don't yeah. even talk to That's me. That's right. <laughs> she ain't for sale. That's it. Uh, she just you probably would have sold her. You just couldn't understand what he was talking. About. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Every now and then, I just say yeah. <laughs> I tell you, I've had people literally, and this is, I tell people this all the time, cause, and I, this is this is God's honest truth. They have been at least, you, I can't count them on my hands and feet, how many people has called me. And at 10 o'clock at night, because they'd be on the phone with Lee for an hour, and they'll say, 
hey, you know old so-and-so dog Lee's got? I go, yeah, man, well, yeah, I know all about that dog. Can you tell me about that dog? Because I just talked to Lee for an hour and a half. He said, I ain't understood a word he said. And I was, so I'd have to tell him about his dog, you yeah. know. And he'd go, okay, well, I think that's probably what he was trying to say. But, man, I had no clue. I told Chris when he wanted to do this interview, I said, people can't understand me in person. By the time we go over radio. Well, so, yeah, I thought you I thought you put your phone on your ear and or in, in between your shoulder and pinched it there and because you was busy. That's what I, way I thought you talked. No, he ain't never busy. He ain't. He don't work a lot. Uh, well, he's there. Uh, <laughs> he, I got he done got to the point when I first met him. Now he he would he worked. He come when I at two thirty when I'd be at his house. I'd get off work and I'd come in over. We'd go hunting. He actually had some some dirt. He on had his some dirt head. on him. Oh, he was dirty. Old clothes was all beat up. Now you see him, he's, he's kind of may have his flip-flops on some other time. He'll, he'll this in. man works in a, a round steel all day oh, long, yeah. and he wears flip-flops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oats are going to come shut him down. Hey, good. I mean, no. I've been up there. It's a cool place where they work at. Yeah, um, yeah you didn't mention that. Tell them what you do. Oh. My parents own a place, uh, Magnolia Trailers, you know, I guess. I see those things uh, all over the man. You know, we built a log trailer, low boys, fertilized trailers, anything. I see a lot of log trailers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think we, I mean, we build, you know, about 450 to 500 a year, something like that. That's doing it. Yeah. Somebody's kicking the table. That's <laughs> like downstairs. Oh, y'all ought to go and check this, uh, this gator dog getaway out, it's something. We hear a bunch of us are here. This thing will sleep 100,000 folks. <laughs> it's got TVs and rooms and PlayStations and rivers and creeks. I mean, this thing's nice. Y'all ought to check it out and get y'all a spot. Well, everybody helped me build it. I mean, like Robbie and that, Brandon, Tim, he's worked on it. You know, I've met all of them, too. That's right. Through uh, Swirl Dog, they've all helped me build this place, you know. I'm cool. I'm glad that we're getting to do this because my wife, she's like, you know, we need to do this, get our family, you know, we can get my parents, brothers, I mean, my sisters and oh, yeah. her side, and we can all come up here one weekend. I mean, I think it'd be cool as crap to come up here and hang out and do I'll stuff. You, it's, it's something that... She actually mentioned getting our youth group and uh, some of our, me and Lindsay, Lindsay does most of the teaching. Lindsay's a great teacher, because I don't know... Yeah, no, she was in there. Uh, but she knows. I tell her. I mean, I brag on her a lot. She has uh, the, been the biggest blessing in my long no life, for sure, boy. No, I was I headed do. down the wrong way. But uh, she teaches the high school, Sunday school. So I, I'm i over here now. I'm 43 years old, and she'll be up at the whiteboard writing stuff down on it. And these high school kids are over there trying to guess the answer. I'm like, oh, oh, you know, I'm trying over here. I'm learning, too, because... I don't know it, you know, like you and I talked that time, you know, Chris, you know all these dogs pedigrees, who goes back to who, who, why don't you know the Bible? I just don't, man, I just, it's crazy. It made me think too when you told me that. And I wasn't telling you that. Yeah, I, I mean, you wasn't being ugly. No, I want, I want you to know, I don't know the Bible near like I should either, but it, it's we crazy. We know these dogs, you exactly. know, like. I know dogs way more than I know the Bible. I know, I know my work. Yeah. You know, I know, I know a lot about a lot of stuff and don't know near what I should know about the Bible like I know. I should know it way better than I know everything else. That's right. It's weird how God puts things in your life because I, I was, like I said, I was seven seven years old. I, my dad coon hunted when I was a little young. 
And I just always remember he had black tans. Right. And uh, I just thought they were the prettiest dogs still this day. To my, in my opinion, a black and tan coonhound is the prettiest dog there ever, ever walked the face of the earth. I loved them, but uh, I'd always go out there and feed them. And, uh, but I never got to go coon on them. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, they, their names, their names was Mike and Dinah. I just, I don't know why I never forget their names, but that's the ones I remember. But uh, I, I, he, I don't know why my dad didn't. Uh, I don't get. I guess I was so young he didn't want me to get excited about coon hunt when I was that young because he didn't really, he didn't have time. He worked from daylight to dark, and he would give slap out when he got home. And just, I guess the, we just coon hunting wasn't in the schedule at right. that time, you know. And I was young. I didn't really. He didn't know if I was going to fall in love with it or want it now and a year later not want it. But it's weird how God puts things in your in your life that will change it for the rest of your life. That's right. Because we come in from, uh, we went to eat somewhere on Friday, Lakeview Catfish House. And I don't, I just, I'll never forget this. This is my first time I got, and I always watch where the red fern grows. You know, everybody, I think that's their first favorite movie that has dolls you know oh, yeah you can't not work not watch where the red fern grows and love any kind of tree dog <laughs> but i me and him come in from uh eating at the fish house and we pulled in the driveway and i looked across the pond and they was i seen a flashlight over there and my dad knew they were uh these two men were over a coon hunting and i said dad there's somebody across the pond over with a flashlight let's go you know they, and he said no they ain't he just he tried not to let me see them because he knew I'd been on them by my coon hunting at that time was me and him would walk pitch black dark across the pond dam and shine coons in the trees with a flashlight he'd squall and I just thought that was the coolest thing in the world we were going coon hunting you know right. we'd shoot coons and, but it was just to get to keep the coons out of the corn or out of the, out of yeah. the garden you know but uh, we put one, he finally gave, because I begged him. I said, well, I'm going, there's somebody over here. You know, I'm going to find out who it is. There ain't no supposed to be nobody over there. Well, he finally, he said, fine, let's go over. And, and he pulled me over there where a guy named Keith Stubbs and Eddie Stubbs, Mr. Eddie Stubbs, his dad. Well, they were over there coon hunting. They had a dog, a tree and walker named Ringo. And they had a blue tick, English blue tick named Jill. And I mean, it's just, that yeah, stuff sticks with you. And, uh. Well, they cut those dogs loose from one side of my pond and made them swim that pond. And they struck a coon on the other side of that pond and they run it and treat it behind my grandparents' house, probably 300 yards in there. And that there just blowed my mind. That, that was it. Killed. It was over with after that. You had to have you No dog. more after that. And I can tell you, them two men have meant more to me in my whole life. They, uh, they would leave, they live like literally 20, 20 minutes from me, 25 minutes from me, in the town of Summerall. On, really, on, right on the other side of the town of Summerall. I live on in between Summerall and Seminary. So they would drive every evening besides Wednesday night and Sunday night. And Saturday night we'd go, but we'd always be done before midnight. But Wednesday night and Sunday night we didn't coon hunt. But any of the, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, we coon hunted. And as long as I kept my grades good, I'd go they coon They come get you? Them jokers would leave their house. I mean, I was seven, eight, nine years old. And until I got a vehicle, they come pick me up every night. Really? To come take me coon hunting with them. It didn't matter if they were going 10 minutes from their house on the other side of their house. They'd drive all the way out there to get me, pick me up and take me coon hunting. Well, that was, uh, 
that was my whole life growing up. Even through football, I mean, I did all. But as soon as I got out of football, I, you know, I'd call them up. They, hey, they man, I'm home. We'd go coon hunting, you know. So that there, and and the, at the time, they weren't. I guess they were they were godly men, yes. But, yeah. And they didn't. Uh, I mean, they they got their life right later on down the road too. Right. But putting people in your life with dogs, people don't understand. It is it's a. Uh, it's not just something we do because yeah we like dogs, but it's something we do because it's the fellowship and the dog men are just something different. It's just there's somebody people out there that the things they do for you it's just it's unreal. And if those guys wouldn't have done everything they done for me when I was growing up, they ain't no telling what I'd be doing. I'd have been shoot out. Most of my friends were out drinking and partying, but I'd be coon hunting. Really? You know they'd call me in the middle of a, they'd be partying. Want to be? They'd be drinking. They want call me to come pick them up, and take them coon hunting. You know, because they yeah. knew I'd be coon hunting every every night. I was coon hunting. So that's what I just dogs have meant. And even going from coon dogs to fox dogs, same people, good Christian men. And then just, I mean, out of just that one night, you know, Lee's a great Christian guy. I mean, I've met all my good friends. A lot of my good. I mean, I've no time and chance for a long time. I've met. I met Robbie. He's kind of a punk, but I like him anyway. What did you say? The young one. He's the old fart. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I've met just the people I've met through dogs is the reason people just, yeah, I spent a lot of money on dogs. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I've spent more than I've made by far. <laughs> but the people. Yeah, we have. <laughs> everybody has. The people I met through the squirrel dogs right. is just, it's it's crazy and and they're they're all godly men yeah that's mostly the, that's most the, of them are just godly, good godly men hey guys bob osborne with timber creek dog supplies a one-stop shop for dog supplies and hunting gear he carries everything from coon lights and squalors to hip boots and tracking gear so if you are in need for some new outerwear a new thermal or just a leading collar check out timber creek at TimberCreeksupply.com or by phone at 662-230-7410. And if you are ever in the Oxford, Mississippi area, go check out Bob's store. That's like so, you know, that's the whole reason I started this podcast. I felt God was telling me I needed to do something. And I had like four or five different people. It was really five from like nobody these five people didn't know the, the each other you know and they were like chris you ever thought about doing a podcast i was like man no i'm doing that junk well they just kept on and i was like crap i buy this junk and anyway i did and man i got to talk to my preacher and i was like man i feel something is wearing me out you know i feel like i need to tell my story to the world you know and that was what was crazy i felt like i needed to tell everything to the world and uh Man, I got this junk, and you don't believe. I mean, you guys, I can show y'all Facebook messages. Of, if I don't get one or two people that listen to this podcast and go, man, we really like that, you know, you're, you're devotional, and then we really love how bold you are about your faith, and, you know, that, you know, that kind of makes me think, hey, you know, I need to step out a little more because, dude, I would have. You know, I've always knew, known Jesus, you know, loved him, or uh, believed in him but you know he was the kind of, I mean how did I do it like 
I'd see my preacher, I'd be buying beer. I'd see my preacher and I'd stick it down on the ground and walk <laughs> off from it. Because I didn't want, you know, I felt convicted. I, I didn't want him to see me. I was embarrassed. But I was out here, you know, that wasn't, I wasn't supposed to be doing that. So anyway, with that being said, uh, this, this podcast is really, I mean, there's been people that's like, man, you know, I'm glad. It's people that you and I, all of us know. You know, hey, I, you know, I'm, we're in church. Me and my wife are in church now. You know, we just wanted you to, you know, appreciate you. This message that you said, you know, it kind of related to, you know, I talked to uh, Joey Poston. Did y'all listen to that one, man? Dude, I got, I cried on that one because, I mean, that that dude is, uh, he's a blessing. You know, Jeff Allen, he's a good Christian man. Oh, man, it's, I'm telling you, it's some... There's some good people in this in this world, dogs that we fool with. You get with. to hear people's testimony that people that you think. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I've never spoke. I do. I have, think I've spoke to Joey Poston one time. He called and invited me to that one of those hunts one time with, when I had dumb dumb. But other than that, I wouldn't. I really wouldn't know him if he walked in the room right there. Right. But just listening. I just had, and that's everybody. You always got you know a mental. I guess picture That's of right. kind of how people are or, who, or what kind of, you know, just a, I guess a, I don't know what I'm trying to say, how I'm trying to say it, but it just that you got a mental picture of what somebody is supposed to be. But when I heard what he said on that podcast, it was nothing like I had envisioned of him. Right. But I mean, just knowing now that he's a brother in Christ. That's right. It's just, I mean, I, I feel like, and I, like I said, I have never spoke to him, but I feel like I could call him tomorrow and talk to him like, He's a brother. You know, he talked to about uh, Keith Suttmiller. I got him. I'm call. I call him uh, Monday or Tuesday. He's a he's a show enough. Uh, he's a good godly guy. Um, I can't wait to talk to him. Um, but uh, I wanted to uh, let Tim talk a little bit about his. You know, your story. Won't you tell us about? Oh man, it was. Uh, tell us about that. That's a good one. Now that'll give me. Uh, that'll give me chill bumps. About, and, you know, you, if you're comfortable doing it, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was in the ministry about 15 years ago, and uh, just just one thing after another happened, and, uh, you know, really people, uh, I let people get me down, and uh, one thing led to another, and I was out of God's will and, and wasn't preaching anymore and, and got to the point I didn't even want to go to church. And uh, so I... I met my wife at the feed store there in Picayune, and uh, it wasn't long after that we had the twins, and um, and I had beagles. I've I've had beagles my whole life, and I've I've won. You rabbit every, did the rabbit trials and yeah, stuff, I've right? I've won on every level. I've won the AKC national for the old Raider dog, and my dad's had beagles my whole life, and. Uh, Got, he got into cat hunting and I got in the, into the squirrel dogs. Well, when I, um, when I met Lee and Brandon, um, they really had a, a real big impact on my life. Just, just they didn't even know it, did they? No, they didn't have a clue. Yeah, they, clue. Um, <laughs> but just being good godly men, you know, and, and where I worked at, I was surrounded by some rough, rough people. Oh, that's right. I was pretty doggone rough myself. And, uh, <laughs> But every time I get around them or talk to them, you know, the Lord just dealing with me. And uh, so I, I end up, I, I got back in church and uh, they were the first two I called when I got my life right with the Lord. I, I want them to know what a, a influence they had on me. And, you know, um, they were just a blessing to me. And so from that point, <clears throat> um, you know, I've been going to church and, and 
being in the ministry, um, you know, when God calls you, that's that's. Uh, I didn't want to preach. My dad I understand. was a preacher. I didn't want that responsibility. Not that uh, I didn't really wasn't comfortable in front of a bunch of people, and I didn't want to say the wrong things, you know. But anyway, um, God used me when I was in the ministry, but. God started dealing with me about this message I was I was studying in um, Acts chapter 16, and uh, and what drew me to it was, um, sirs, what must I do to be saved? I just woke up that on my mind one morning. I got reading up on it, and um, I was in Tupelo, Mississippi, at a church camp, the first part of the summer of this year, and. Um, I woke up one morning with a few good men on my plan. And and I just kept kept building on it and building on it and uh, I told my wife about it. I said, Look, I said, you know, if God wants me to preach, he'll he'll make a way for it. I said, But I'm never gonna ask anybody to let me preach. And, and if God wants it to happen, it's gonna happen. And uh, so I get I get this opportunity. I started my own business in February, welding, and uh, I got this opportunity to go on this shutdown. And I actually was torn. I had two places I could go, and uh, when the guy texted me and said he had a job in West Wego, the first thing popped in my head was Macedonia. And uh, you know, Paul and Silas went to Macedonia. They tried going other areas, and the Holy Spirit wouldn't allow them. And they, they ended up in Macedonia where nobody wanted to go because... That was like West Wego. Nobody ever had wanted to go to West Wego. Nobody's ever said, let's go, to, let's go on vacation to West Wego. Yeah, no. <laughs> and uh, so I, I did what the Lord wanted there. I, and um, my wife and I on a Sunday evening before this happened, uh, we had a child with COVID. When we came back from the youth camp and uh, we couldn't go to church, so we watched our Facebook live service. And uh, man, that's a blessing. I and we, that. Yeah, and we watched a friend of mine's service that evening, and uh, we just gave it all to the Lord that evening out there by my truck in the, in the drive. Y'all had church in the yard. Yeah, and, that's all uh, right. You know, I, we had a lot of things. We weren't hurting for money, but I hadn't worked in a couple of weeks. Fuel prices had slowed me down. People wouldn't working their equipment, tearing stuff up. So, um, But I was a little nervous about it. And we, right. we just asked, Lord, hey, you know, and, and we we know that we have a calling on our life and our goal is to get things paid off where we can go and do for the Lord. That's what we want out of life. And uh, so we just give it to him. And on Monday mornings when I got that text about West Wigan, and uh, so anyway, I go down there and I'm going down there that Wednesday morning um, I crossed the twin span going into New Orleans and I'm looking at all the lights down there and I'm thinking, my goodness, I, I worked there 15 years and I despise that place. I don't care to ever go there for nothing, ever. And I was praying, talking to the Lord, and I said, Lord, you know, Paul and Silas, at least they had each other. Yeah. I said, here I am going down there by myself. <laughs> I ain't got nobody. I, I don't even know the guy that texted me. I, <laughs> I know of him, you know, but... Um, I get down there and they told me where to park on the side of this levee. I'm sitting there parked at like 5.30 in the morning, supposed to be there for six. This truck comes flying in there sideways, skids up in front of me. It's got Harrison County tag on it with a shortcut. 
on the tag, and I'm thinking, Lord, help me. We're fixing to work around some dangerous stuff, and I'm here with a guy named Shortcut. Come on. And uh, he had a, the one thing that drew me to him was he had a dog box and a big whip antenna. I said, but he's got to be a good old boy. Oh, yeah. And uh, we go in there, and we did our orientation, and I come out, and Shortcut had his arm around the old boy telling him about Jesus. And, All right. Uh, Boy, the hair still stands up on my neck when I think about how good God is to me. And I knew right away why I was there. And uh, when he got through talking, we gathered our tools and started out to the job. And I told him, I said, uh, I said, man, look, I want to tell you, I, I really appreciate you talking about the Lord. I said, you don't see that much. I said, mm-hmm. I've worked down here 15 years and never talked about the Lord to nobody. It just, you know, it's just not something that happens on these kind of jobs. He said, well, I'm actually a preacher. I pastor Heavenbound Church in Gulfport. I said, well, really? I said, man, it's seven days a week. I said, how are you going to do that? He said, oh, I told him I'm not working Sunday. I don't care what kind of money they pay. So I said, man, that's awesome. Well, they put me an old shortcut on the end of the job. Nobody there but the little Mexican guys bringing us material and stuff. And, um... Man, we just had a good time in the Lord right off the bat. We talked about the Lord all day, every day. Ended up being five weeks, but by the second day, he said, man, he said, look, he said, uh, I got something on my heart. He said, I left here yesterday praying about it. And he said, I've had this church for going on three years now. And he said, uh, I'm the only one that's ever preached there. And he said, I'd like for you to come preach for me. And I I just, man, I just broke down and went crying. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, the Lord not only put me on a job making more money than I'd ever dreamed of making. Right. And here I am being put in this man's life. And he, man, he's just turned out to be a blessing. And when the job was over, he had me come preach their their homecoming service. Dang, and, that's uh, pretty, that's pretty that's Oh, it was salty sweet, there. man. And, uh, well, when I... I feel like if you get to preach the homecomings at People's Church, you've made it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like you're a professional. That's, that's that what might I feel. be the only time I ever get preached there. I, I do. I feel like you've made it. If you get asked to preach the homecoming, you've made it, man. season five. Yes, sir. You are, you are the cat's meow. So when I, two days before I, I got to, to preach there, God laid it on my heart just to tell my testimony, give my testimony at some point, you know. Right. Well, not only that, you know, my daddy's been a blessing to me, and um, Lee and Brandon, and um, my neighbor was one that's been a blessing to me since I started my business. That man has, he gave me a lot of work, you know. That's right. Um, and then Shortcut, we call him Shortcut, but his name is John Shivers, and uh, Shivers, and uh, he, he he's one of them he's just been a blessing to me you know i get there that morning and you know people call you and hey what time's church gonna be you know and they, you know i wouldn't have been hurt if they wasn't there it was a long ride but right. when i got there that morning my daddy was there lee was there brandon Damn. was there my neighbor was there um carlo smith and uh and and the preachers yourself and so the way it all come out you know my daddy God laid that on his heart to buy that little dog. I mm-hmm. needed that dog. He wouldn't, he'd never done that before, but he knew that I needed that dog for me. And uh, by getting that dog, I got put in Lee and Brandon's life, and, mm-hmm. and God dealt with me tremendously through them. And uh, 
So anyway, it, it worked all the way from daddy knowing I needed a dog to me ending up back doing what God wanted me to do there at that moment in that uh, church. But it was a few good men, you know, and that's right. what God's looking for in our lives. Uh, you know, we, we always, it's easy to put your job or your... Uh, even your kids, people get carried away putting their kids before God. And we, we all yep. want to put everything before God. At some point, we've all been guilty of it. But, um, you know, if we just give it all to Him and, and let Him direct our path, uh, He can use us in ways. He show, He's just shown me so much here lately. Uh, and I, I, got to, I got to tell Lee and Brandon both that morning at that church service, um, that two weeks before on Wednesday night, God saved both my two little boys. Man, you and, told me that story. I was a blessing right there. And, uh, that's what we're after. I, you know, as a daddy, you just don't get to be no better than that. That's right. You know? I, and my pastor had even asked me here a few months back. He said, uh, you know, you and the boys ever talk about salvation? I said, yeah, we do. I said, uh, I said, and it's going to happen. I said, because I'm going to tell you, I believe. Uh, you know, in the Bible it says God will give you the desires of your heart. I said, now that don't mean I'm going to have the best dog or I'm going to get the That'd best That'd be nice, wouldn't it, Jesus? Or, you know, <laughs> oh, it would be nice. <laughs> It'd be nice uh, to have one of them old good show enough powerhouses. But, but my true desire, you know, is to know that my kids are going to heaven. Absolutely. You know, there's Absolutely. nothing no more rewarding than knowing that. You and got that so right. so real. We, on a Wednesday night, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people kind of shun Wednesday night services and, and don't go. And, and I just, I believe you need to be there. That's I what, go, yeah. Um, but we got there that Sunday, that Wednesday night. The song leader had to work late. And we didn't have a song leader. And uh, pastor said, well, look, he said, y'all ladies just sing us a few songs. So they get up there and they, his wife's the lead singer and her voice was back <laughs> gone. And, she said, can we just have the kids come up here and sing? And they, they got up there and they sang high and lifted up. And uh, he had them sing it a couple times. It was just so good. I mean, you're talking probably 30, 35 kids up there singing in the top of their lungs. It was a blessing. And uh, when they got through, he said, look, he said, you children sit down here on these first three rows. And it was like it was just him and them, and nobody else in that building. And all he did was just simply told them about salvation, just Man. as simple as it could be. He got through, and he said, "You parents, come grab your kids and, and bring them to the altar, and y'all just pray for them." All right. So we did. We get back over there, and we sit down, and. Uh, and I saw God dealing with some kids, and you could just see it. And I, I just leaned my head over on the pew in front of me and went praying for them. And my wife over there tapping my leg, and I thought she was a little off beat because I could hear the <laughs> And, you know, she ain't real coordinated. <clears throat> uh, so she was tapping my leg, and I get through praying. She's over there like this, and I looked up, and she's pointing over at Trey, and he just bought me. I got him over there by me, and I said, you want to go back there in the back and talk about it? And he said, yes, sir, and we went back there. And uh, I got to explain the salvation. I took him through the Romans Road, and I said, baby, I, I love you, and I wish I could do this for you, but I can't. I can't do it. I said, that's between you and the Lord. But I said, I can promise you this. If you believe in him and you ask him, you know, he will save you. And uh, that little fella dropped his head and prayed, and boy, it was just the sweetest thing in the world. And I came right. out of there, I was crying like a little girl. And 
I get out there and the preacher's sitting there at the altar pointing over at Trent. He had a whole <laughs> box of Kleenex he'd done went through. And uh, I got to take him Ooh. back there and the same thing. Do the same know? thing. And, uh, you know, they twins have a rough life. <laughs> People don't realize it, but I mean, it's, it's, it's a competition, you know. And look, if one got saved and another one had to have it too, I'm proud of them. But, uh, hey. but it, was, it was a blessing. And it's, it's all because... Uh, you know, some good godly men. Right. And, uh, it's it's made me look at life different. Uh, me and Lee were talking earlier going squirrel hunting about we had had a Bible lesson this week in our men's Bible study and, and the theme was the love of God. And, you know, people that don't love God don't know him. That's right. If you know him, you love him. I mean, he's everything. To know um, him is to love him, yep. So, he, we're, we're, we're the church every day. We're not, that church house is just where we go and meet. That's but right. uh, as the church, we should live it every single day. And, you know, God showing his love through us towards others, people seeing that, you know, these people have got something different, you know. That's a tough um, thing to do, living, you know, do it every day. Well, I guarantee you it is. Um, but it's, it's what we're charged to do as Christians. That's right. That's you know, so it's it's definitely made me look at life a lot different in uh in my 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 walk with the Lord, you know. Yeah. Um, I I literally pray that God would put me in somebody's life, you know, at some point, every you know, every chance I get. And uh boy it was it was awesome. We got in on a on that little one week shutdown and my buddy John, old shortcut, his daddy come and work with us three on that job. And it was just a one week shortcut. He ain't shutdown. long cut, is he? No, no, he's shortcut. <laughs> and believe me, he's a shortcut. You gotta watch him. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> he can well now, but he's a shortcut. But uh his daddy is just a man, that dude he got an awesome testimony and um he beat stage four stomach cancer eighteen years ago. And when they told him he had a certain amount of time to live he asked God, he said, God, I don't want to die of cancer. And he said, if you let me live, he said, I promise you, I'll tell at least one person every day about you. And he lives to it. I mean, he, he vowed that to God, and he lives it every day. That is amazing. Everywhere we went, he's he going to tell somebody about Jesus. And that, that job down there turned into a revival. That <laughs> That's whole awesome. plant down there, there was people coming to us asking, you know, what y'all talking to them boys about? <laughs> you know, um, it was just it was just a blessing. God gave me that little blessing of being able to see somebody that really truly lives every day to to tell somebody about him, and it uh, it definitely inspired me to be you know be a better, better myself. Yeah. Uh, but a few good men, you know, and we. Uh, I know Lee and Brandon don't either one like no kind of credit for anything, but they really truly have been a blessing in my life and many others, I'm sure. But um, it was through the dogs. That's right. You, you know, know uh, you and I wouldn't have met if it wasn't for Clint. I mean, uh, yeah, Clint. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, yeah. the dogs. Yeah. Um, so I've met, I've, man, I've met a lot of uh, good people. Me and Clint, uh, we've we've had some some good times. Yeah, uh, with the Lord. You know, he's. Uh, when I met Clint, he was he was going through a rough patch. That's right. And, uh, so you met him about the same time I did. He's God, a good dude. God good put me there. I know God put me in his life 
to, to help him. You um, didn't know it at the time. I didn't. I didn't. He told me later. Uh, but he, and he's been a blessing to me. That dude, he's a, he's a good dude. Oh yeah, he's good people. Really good people. But yeah, that uh, that that's definitely it all. It all come through these dogs. You know, God works in in mysterious ways, but. Uh, there's nothing mysterious about our love for these dogs, mm-hmm. and he finds ways to put us all together, you know. Uh, it's and, crazy and how it, it is, though. It really is. You know, how you could think about everything, you know. I don't know, it's just amazing. It's mind-blowing to me yep. how he does. Well, even on the table, man, we got friends, you know, Rick, Rick Davis, you know, yep. uh, Brother Donnie. Uh, you know, Michael Dixon, you know, he got a bunch of them uh, Brian Matthews, yeah. you know, I got to make Mr. Earl through Brian, you know, Daniel Newman through Brian, they all come down, you know, we still talk regularly, you know. I mean, me and Brian talk to him <laughs> three times a week. Brian Matthews is one of my, he don't live nowhere around us, but he's one of my good friends. He's in West Virginia? He lives in West Virginia, and I can tell you that dude's a he's trip. He's a sarcastic person. I mean, he's just, I mean, just oh, dry man. sarcasm. I mean, he's it. I mean, really? He's awesome. <laughs> he's he's awesome, man. He, <laughs> he's funny, he, I bet. He's awesome. You don't ever he, get seafood. I tell you, we come down here, we eat. I mean, yeah. we down here. <laughs> he's got, like, we make trips to R&R. We go eat some seafood. At yeah, least really. twice that week he's down He's uh He's into the seafood. Mm-hmm. He well, And he's probably going to kill me for telling us, but I got to tell it. It's just, it's it's the, it's the funniest thing. I mean, it's the first time I ever met him. And you can edit it out if you want to, but this is just, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> The first time I ever met the man was on a, on a Friday. Right. Or thir- Thursday. On a our Thanksgiving week, we usually take off a week to go hunting on Thanksgiving. And uh, I, Lee called me. He said, look, bring old Smiley down here. That's why I had Smiley. She wasn't but about, I, I got her when she was like 10 months old or something like that. And I worked on her, worked on her, and she was just nice from the get-go but anyway I, I i he called me he said man bring your smiley down here he said brian's brian's down here we're gonna hunt this week i said all right i didn't know who brian was i had no clue uh but i got down there and i pulled up where they was at and i i called old smiley up and they had come out of the woods and uh they brian come over there introduced himself to me well I, at the time i had there was no competition in my mind or nothing right. like that. i just i, I like training young dogs and uh, I just called her little Smiley out and just let her go. Well, she went right right back into the same block of woods that they just come out of. With the, with the, I don't know what the dog's name was or what it was. He's one of the dogs Brian had. And uh, they literally just come walking out of those woods. And uh, They kill any squirrels in there? They kill one tree, one squirrel in, the, in there. Well, they did, she Smiley didn't go 50 yards off the road and she fell tree. Well, Brian, like, well, we just come out of there. So we hunted the same block of woods. We just made the same loop they done, and we killed like 13 or 14 squirrels. <laughs> uh, and well, he just, he fell in love with her. That'll make you reevaluate what you're talking about. At that, time, at that time, he fell in love with her and just loved her. So the next day was on a Saturday. Michael Dixon called us and said we were going to a duck refuge. So we said, I oh, great. You know, and they killed, that's where they took a, Kate and Gator female off of Smiley's Cross when she was like nine months old and took her one morning and killed 40 to her in a wow. refuge. That was a bunch of people with them. They just went and murdered them. Anyway, so I meet them at this, where we meet them at at a gas station. 
Well, Lee and them had been to this gas station before numerous times. Well, Brian's from West Virginia. He don't we we know what to eat and what not yeah. around here. Well, Brian told Brian wakes up there and gets two of these sausages. What are they? Sausage biscuits or with red hots? With red hots in them. Wasn't it the red hot sausage? Uh, regular sausage, but just an old powdered biscuit. You just can't chew, you know what I mean? Yeah, just an old <laughs> gas station dried up biscuit. Yeah. Well, Lee told him, said, Brian, you run out getting none of them. He grabs two of them. He said, Look, I'm telling you, you run out and get them, they're going to mess your stomach up. <laughs> Brian just, he, he was starving that morning. He had to have something. So he, he gets them two biscuits and he eats them. We got about another 25 or so, 30 minute drive to where we're going. So we get to the duck refuge where we all get in boats. You got to hunt this place by right. boats. All right, well, they pulled me and Lee and Brian up to this spot and we're hunting one of Tommy Broadway's old dog's boat. Right. And that he's a squirrel tree and fool. Or was, he's done gone now. But we cut boat loose and we pulled up to that, that boat. Uh, the land there and they drop us off and they just said look go in there and make a big old loop and we come so we make a loop all right it's like six hours it's a six hour loop we, i mean we're hunting from from when they drop us off to when we just get back There's to the no boat. way to get back no other way to get back they would show way yeah back. they would our way back so we when we he drop us off Brian, you could tell he was sitting over there uncomfortable. <laughs> well, we as soon as his old boat hits the ground, he go he don't go 150 yards, 100 yards now, he's tree. Well, me and Lee, we shell out going going to the door. Brian's right behind us, you know. We I said never met him before or nothing. Well, all of a sudden, me and me and Lee go to looking behind us because they such a commotion. Well, Brian's coming out of his britches, <laughs> and he has got to find him a log to get over because he has got to go to the bathroom. Them oh, biscuits. He wait that long. No, he, he worked on he, Yeah, he didn't make it to a log, so he just dropped his drawers there and just <laughs> come in right there by us. Me and Lee were kind of didn't know whether to ask him if he's all right or keep walking or, or what, but. Anyway, he 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 got a bind there about 30, 40 yards out of the, and they had done left with the boat. There was no getting back in the boat and going back to the bathroom. <laughs> well, that poor dude, I guess he used leaves or whatever. Oh my god! And I guess you can imagine, and we walked for six hours until oh, we got back on the heart. boat, and th that dude was walking so cattywampus when we got back to the boat. <laughs> He Just so you know, we got 35,000 people listening. <laughs> he's, probably, he's probably gonna kill me, but if, if you ever know Brian, he's gonna be dying if he listens to this. But oh, yeah. that, that's oh, the, I'm definitely telling him to listen to it. No, yeah, sure. that, that, yeah, that was the first encounter I, you know, with Brian Matthews, and I've loved that man ever since. Right. And he's he's actually a preacher up in West Virginia. Okay. But he's a he's a great guy, and, and it wasn't. I see that was at Thanksgiving. Maybe they'll play this for their congregation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was at Thanksgiving, and he actually bought Smiley that following February. I got mad at her because she come in heat with two weeks left in season, and I just I couldn't stand it. It aggravated because I had two weeks left to hunt, and I wasn't gonna be able to hunt a dog. She was gonna be in heat. Right. So I got mad. I sold her. And I bought Bama, and uh, so he come he comes and gets her. I buy Bama, and I don't keep Bama, but probably a year and i sell him to michael dixon you but, don't keep no dogs uh, very long i don't keep them long but uh they you don't love dogs i love them i love going through them i guess <laughs> but yeah he, that 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 meeting brian and and he's and he'll to he, he there's been numerous times he'll come down and he's he'll tell us you know things he's 
seen or whatever through his ministry and he goes over seas you know and puts those whales in over all of them I mean, he's he's big dedicated you know he's, mm-hmm. he's a great guy but That's i mean just know and michael dixon is another one man he'll give you the shirt off his back uh, i mean i he's bought dolls for me uh several dolls for me you know he just he likes them. yeah i talked to one dog i enjoy talking to him that beretta doll robbie actually started beretta mm-hmm. and pretty much finished her out she's a super nice dog any old dumb dog you know what i mean he's still on he knew about having a sprinkler, you know, running on his kennel there for a while. You know, he has much heat in his kennel, I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah, it's a... Well, there ain't no doubt. That's that power. That's that heat. He's got some, he's got some dogs, man. Yeah, he does. Uh, some good yeah, ones. Yeah, I've talked to him. He sure does. Uh, you're totally different than Chance. Chance likes yeah, to hoard can, his dog. Hoard I've tried to buy a one-year-old dog from where I was a young dog. I've been trying to buy him for a year. That's a litter mate to Cody's gunner. Cody's dog. Cody's yeah. gunner dog. Sure is. Dang, I messed that up. No, I'm going to take a picture of him. <laughs> so Cody won't hear this before this oh, is yeah. out. I'm gonna, before I send him the picture, I'm going to tell him that I but bought the dog. Him? Yeah. You got his brother. He got his brother. And he's way better. That's what I'm going to tell you. He's way better than Gunner. I think Chance is just scared that he's actually, when he sells him, he's going to turn out to be really good. Well, I mean, nice. look, Gunner's that's just nice. That's usually what going. He is. That little young dog, his litter mate's nice. He just got better. Like, he was nice last year at the end of the competition season, you know, because he, I mean, he went out to the world hunting tree, four squirrels, and that's not so ice storm and nothing. I, you know, tank tree, one squirrel. He tree, four. Man, I don't think about one or two more dogs, tree squirrels out there. And I mean, he just got the mid brown, I forget what happened to him, but he just got, oh, maybe, I don't even remember, but anyway, he- uh, he, got, he said he got out of pocket on him, I think. He will, that dog is, that's what I like about the song yeah. run. That song run will flat get out of here mm-hmm. if he needs to. And there, I mean, it looked like the Frozen movie. I mean, like that Ice Princess or whatever you, know, you see. like that, that Rambo dog that uh, he won it. He beat me in the finals. Yeah. I, well, you went. We didn't even talk about he him. Was he was out of uh, Cash and a dog named Bale. Then Milam boys got. Milam boys got him. I, I trained him till he was. I saw at least started him in the training pen. But he was. He literally wasn't in there three days, and he started treeing. He was just a natural. And you went to hunting him. And well, I got him out. Got him. Didn't really know what we had, and we took him hunting. And I dropped the tailgate. And he, we had seen a squirrel cross the across in front of us about 30 yards in front of us, and we stopped. It was in Lee's truck, and we dropped tailgate. And as soon as that dude's feet hit the ground, he winded that squirrel in front of the truck. And Lee said it. He called it. He said he, he smells that squirrel right here. Well, he ran in front of the truck and treated it. And we shot it out to him. And then from right then, we knew he had a good nose. And that just shows you up there in the in that Man, ice storm. Yeah. There was dogs that couldn't tree, but he was, and he he wasn't. That was his second world hunt he had won the junior world hunt the year before, before at 10 11 months old uh i had sold him to uh d d Patton, and he had took him and he's just a good good dog well d had a litter mate to him too didn't he or no, no. well no, he there had was a, a couple he of had dogs. A he had a dog tie oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. gator and kilo that's right that's where i, was and I got a litter i mean a younger cross off of you well, Saturday, she treated lemon squirrel. She's four months, three days. Yeah, that's the one you posted on Facebook. Yep. And that's a litter mate, too. Litter mate to Rambo. Well, uh, yeah, full, a full sister. Full sister to Rambo. That whole, that Rambo's cross, all made squirrel dogs, and it looks like this one. Did you, uh, did you keep all of them? About five of them. 
<laughs> he's already agreed oh, to let me bring got. that one on. Huh? He's already agreed to let me bring that one on. Oh, so the, the one that he posted, yeah, yeah. that's. Uh, and there, I mean, there's a lot of people. I'm telling you, there's a lot of people called me all the time saying, "Did Lee really kill?" I said, "No, I shot the squirrel. Yeah, I seen the dog tree. I did. There's not no, you know." Well, you and I have talked, and, they, and, and you know, I'm be the first to tell you I defend these gator dogs, you know, because well, I've seen see it. it from, yeah, well, I've seen, that's what I'm saying. I've seen it. So, you know, I'll have people message me on Facebook because they know we're all friends, and they're like four and a half months old, and I was like, look, man, <laughs> please get you a, a bus ticket come and go. come down. Yeah. Please, we're, we, we want people to come yeah. home. And they ain't my bloodline. It's all leaves. Yeah, that's... You know, and Ronnie Clifton and all them, they... And trim up Maggie. It's all the dogs before that that's, you know, get any credit. But I can tell you, and not all of them are no. that special. But there's, it just seems like there's more of these special young dogs that come out. I tell you, of, 90% of the puppies off a of gator makes quarrel. I mean, I don't care what you breed them to. The bird crop we ever made was a gator's half-sister. And I, mean, I paid Dixie. 10 grand for her. Yeah. You know, she was the nicest dog you could ever. And I made that half-brother-sister cross. And I'm telling you, it, it didn't hit them. I mean, they was tree squirrels, but it wasn't. It wasn't what we expected. Right. Yeah, you thought it was. You was fixing a double up on them. We thought we were fixing them. That's when we knew them. in the cur dog world, breeding squirrel, squirrel dog, the squirrel dog ain't what it's going to be. Definitely want to do that. I mean, you know, that I mean, it helps chances, but that don't mean it's going to hit. Right. I mean, you're right. You're right about that. Yeah, I think it's a lot better than the. Which I mean, cur dogs are mixed up. You know, they're all you ain't no telling what all's in these cur dogs nowadays. But the hounds. There's no hound in them. No, well, no, no. Yeah, we're not even gonna go there. But the hound dogs in the coon hunting world, it seems like you can breed these high-powered coon dogs to high-powered coon dogs, and you get really nice coon dogs. Right. You know, but the cur dogs, it's like there's so much different blood there. You breed this dog to this dog, you just don't know what you're gonna get. But I mean, it's just there's some dogs that you can breed them though. I mean, I, Tim I likes that line breeding. He's a fa- yeah, he's a family yeah. breeder. Yep, he likes that. Yep. Well, the the thing I was actually telling uh, Mr. Robbie earlier, as a kid, the best producing beagle that I've ever known of was an accident. She was a, a mother to son cross, and didn't matter what she was bred to. They were rabbit dogs. Come on. And it was because her side of the genetics were so heavy that it overpowered. You know, if it, if it was an outcross, she, she overpowered uh, with her genetics. But uh, my, my dad does a lot of studying on genetics, and he actually has cat dogs that uh, they're their own grandpa. I mean, them things are, are so tight bred. They're, it's crazy how tight bred right. they are. But, um, Y'all heard what Jody Mullen said you know, on, on, when we interviewed him. Yeah, I did. That makes sense about that outcross and stuff he's talking about. Yep. Well, you know, with these, with these cat dogs that Daddy's got, um, those natural instincts, that line of dogs has been bred for 50 years or so now. Um, those natural traits that they've bred into those dogs, simply put as normal dogs if you open the tailgate on a pack of dogs they're going to leave going the opposite way your truck's pointing these dogs hunt in front of the truck and as baby puppies it's a natural instinct running in front of the truck don't really? ask me how that happens but it does uh, but they they're so tight bred you can pretty much 
you pretty much know what you're gonna get when you make a cross. Right. You know, um, and it can't be much. I think that <laughs> I think that also goes back to you know exactly what that mama is and daddy and grandma oh, yeah. and grandpa yeah. because you know right. what they're these curdles. We don't know what the great the great grandpa. Of, Great great grandpa Gator ain't no telling what it is. Right. Yeah, I know what it says on paper, but all them dudes back in the days, I mean, there ain't no telling. My know? granddaddy, he bred, if it was like you said, the squirrel dog, the squirrel dog, yeah, that's how he bred. Dog, I mean, he curd, a hammer, or whatever, yeah. plot dog, it don't matter. So I've, that's what I've, and I may be blowing smoke, may not even be nothing to it, but I just don't see every time, it seems like every time we do something like, the best crosses I've seen have been made by mistake. Bonnie on cash, Bonnie was a brood jill. She was just, but she tree squirrels, but she was just a brood jill. And you got Penny and Dollar. Uh, These are other ones. Um, you listen I mean, to a lot of these podcasts. Most of the big time crosses was accidental accidental breathing. That's right. Like Keelan. Cash, you know, Keelan Cash, Keelan Cash was actually. I went out there to knock the puppies in the head, and I called Lee. I I just pulled up to his house, and I was working on one of his rental houses. I pulled down there to check on Keelan. She had four or five puppies. I just called him. I said, "You want me to knock them in the head?" You know, we we wasn't planning on. We really think Ke- uh, Felicia went in there through cash and the Kila on purpose, but they said, "No, I guess just leave them alone. We'll see what they do." And daggum, that was probably one of the best crosses oh, ever made. Kate and Gator, well, they are, well, they yeah. So I mean, you know, I accidental crosses. Yeah, the best bucking bulls I ever raised were out of half brother, half sister. You know, they really bucked. You know, we bucked when I did that. We bucked the bulls. You know, the caves. And we bucked the heifers too. We bucked everything off of a calf crop. We bucked the, the boys and the girls. Hmm. And if they the girls didn't buck two, they went to the sale barn, you know. Yeah. I just think it's easier <laughs> to do a breeding on something when you know exactly what. what yeah. And that's why I kinda I 100% back the DNA stuff on the NSD is trying to do. Absolutely. I think that just say 10 years down the road you will be able to do that you'll be able to breed this jam up squirrel dog to this other jam up squirrel dog because you will know exactly what the great grandparents were great great grandparents were but right now it's not really gonna do no good i mean you hear of all the dogs that's you know he's half hound he's just yellow you know this and that well i mean he may be. Yeah. We don't know because yeah. there was no OMCBA. No, didn't do any. No DNA done. You, know. you don't know what he is. I mean, uh, but that's here nor neither here nor yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, maybe they'll come around. Like I said, I'm gonna breed. I'm gonna mine's all gonna be DNA that I can. You know, we go. I'm gonna have to keep a cur dog because I like going the cur. I love the cur. I got a hound right now, but I my passion's with the curs, but. We like to kill squirrels. I mean, we, we yeah. Yeah, I mean, Man, I love a competition. Don't get me wrong. Don't shoot those puppies. I got from all that. Robbie likes to watch his dogs. You know, yeah, he tree squirrel. He, I mean, he wants his dog to look right over the tree. Well, you know, we like we walk up there. You know, if Cash is up there backwards, I don't care. You know, what I mean, Robbie I'm, said. I'm squirrel. Robbie <laughs> said that he knew. He said he was mad at his dogs until he went with ours. Until he went with ours today. But he was watching more than two things today that I got on short pants because it's got deep in here. I've been here since Tuesday from North Mississippi hunting my dogs first time since the season ended last year. Yeah, I was mad at them. Trying to get the rust off of them until I went today with 
Brandon and Chris, I'm going to take them back with you. I'm just going to shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to let us come back with you. Oh, God, you agree. Hey, well, what about some uh, future crosses? We've been at this thing an hour and 33 minutes. What a... What about some future crosses? Y'all got anything that lined up that? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to breed the gator dog out of my dog. I'm actually bred to a fire. So yeah, that's right. I'm ready to Dexter. That is. Hey, hey, I got three of them too. I don't care. Yeah, I three squirrels. Hey, it don't. That's one thing I can tell you. We. A lot of people think my sound kennel blind on here, but that's Brandon and yeah. I tell you, my daddy pines, I was absolutely crazy in those angles. I spent forty grand in three years trying different stuff. Yeah, you know, Homer's ever ever bloodline out there, you know, this is what I went back to. Yeah, right. I, mean, I ain't oh, never I get got rid of it. I mean I I mean don't I mean, get me wrong, they but I ain't out there trying to compliment, you know, I don't need no eighty five, hundred bar per minute dog. You know, I want a dog with big nose that I mean wind anytime they want to go out there, you know it. 10 o'clock, dress squirrel. I'm going to go up there at 2 o'clock, dress squirrel. I mean, I ain't pretty much. You want me to every time you go. Yeah. Then you got to tree a squirrel from Lee, just tree a nest. Yeah, hey, man. We're going to shoot a nest. We go to kill a squirrel. We're going to shoot a nest. I buy a shell by the pallets. Yeah. I ain't playing with that. You ain't telling no story. Well, that was five years ago now when. Listen, we had, oh man, the dolls that year. We had Snow Girl, a year and a half old. We had Jack, a year and a half old. Two years old or whatever. We had Dum Dum, a year and a half old. Uh, Cash was it? Patsy. We had Bama. Uh, man, that year we killed one thousand. We ended the day at 12 o'clock. Lee was giving us crap because we were all, we had that year. I would call Ty on the way home and go, dude, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I want to finish. I mean, it's just, we were shot. We tried to kill so many squirrels because we'd get on Facebook and we'd post them and it would drive people crazy because we were killing squirrels. When I mean, yeah, we had, a, we were having a blast. But then people were getting fired up about it because we were killing so many squirrels. They just put icing on the cake, right. you know. I mean, it was about like Mark, Mark Marson. He just loves yeah. firing people up. I mean, we, we were doing it too. Scott Cash, yeah, but, but that year, I shot 11 cases of shell. I don't know how many leaks shot. And I shot 12. That's why I came here. Yeah. <laughs> we ended that year. Ty's death. We ended that year at lunch on the last day of season. We were all sitting there. And we took a final shot. We had killed 18 to Patsy that morning, mm -hmm. and Jack killed had to kill 16. 16 or 17, and Lee and then were somewhere else, and they killed a pile. We killed a pile of squirrels. That year, we ended the year with 1,920 squirrels. Y'all couldn't have shot 80 more squirrels. Uh, well, no, no. We stopped. I tell you, that year Jack was in the mix of all of us. All of all those Killed dogs. 500 just and to Jack. Had, and we had video. Really? I remember if it was on that hunting mm -hmm. club. I said, hold on. So this is 500 squirrels. So let me video it. 500 squirrels just to Jack in one season. I can pass them Don't eat Don't eat I remember the first time I went hunting with them, I had my head down the whole time. saying, man, the feds going to get us. They don't think we've killed 200 doves. People think we duck hunting as much as we shoot. I mean, we me a chance and my brother was duck hunting. We walked back to the truck and he said, y'all got a plug in that gun? Chance said, if you got a guy plug and to squirrel hunt, you go ahead and ride me a team. <laughs> he said, y'all squirrel hunt? He said, yep. Come out there with three man limit. They thought we was back there duck hunting one of them slews. Yeah. I mean, them dogs <laughs> trees, if they tree 
fifty of those just like us, man. Yeah. Had a squirrel that hung up in there, and I'm telling you, I don't know. We're just trying to see who can knock it out or whatever. When we got through, there's over two boxes of shells. That squirrel hung up. So one squirrel. We get it down. We one squirrel like a sifter. You know. Couldn't eat it, but we have. <laughs> we, we, we shot over fifty times getting that squirrel out there. Did, did he come down? No. No. My daddy was looking for a squirrel dog and he come over and went with Lee. And I'd never met Lee and on the way home he called me and I said, Well, I said, how was it? He said, I tell you one thing, them fellas ain't scared to pull the trigger. <laughs> he said they ain't near about me leaves in that fast go to river they was when I got Leaf one in a heartbeat. Yep. If that dog's under that tree and he's barking at a squirrel, we're gonna find him. You try to, of course, you know. And people are just amazed. A lot of times we'll go hunting. What's it like last Saturday? Leaves on the trees, and we see out of, I think, 35 trees, we see 26 squirrels. And all the leaves on the tree, it's just you got your eye. When you go to come kill mode, you just you see any little twitch, you know, you Y'all shoot. bust that hole. We'll in bust, it's, you know, we'll make we sure it's a hole. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll try to get them out. We're going to shoot. That will make a hole. That will make a damn tree. Yeah. <laughs> they go den one year. Not this year, but one year they go den yeah, the, there. The, the babies will den there. That's right. The babies' babies. <laughs> oh. But yeah, so got, anybody got anything else? Well, he's got some he's got some crosses made, and uh, some puppies gonna be on the ground. I don't know how. I just bred a uh, I just bred cash to uh, Dove's sister. Okay, an alley dog. Yeah, the uh, one that Brabham bred, and then yeah, uh, bred her, yeah bred you bred her to uh, Jack. Jack, just bred her cash. Yeah, I guess two weeks ago. Huh? Yeah, that's right. I'm excited about the puppy I got from you, man. I ain't going to lie to you. That thing, what oh, yeah. is it? It's out of cash. The other, it's, yeah, out, of, it's out of Rod Hardy's and Tom Smith's cash. The farm junk cash. Farm junk I don't cash. know if it's, that's his name, but. Yeah, I think uh, it is. Well, I, I think it's fast cash. Fast cash. Fast that's cash, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. The farm junk daddy is what they yeah, call it. Yeah, the daddy. farm junk daddy. I'm yeah, excited. That, that puppy acts good. Yeah, they're good at the puppies. They have flat trees. They, they go tree. They, they just they got a head full of sense, man. Yeah. I got three of them there, and I walk in that kennel after about two or three weeks of walking in that. I got a ten by thirty kennel, and after about walking in there, I got to looking. I said, "Where are they pooping at?" Oh yeah, they poop in the same back right corner. The, back the, right. the one I got poops in the back right corner. Yeah, really? Mine in the back of the pen every day. Yeah, yeah they're just, awesome. they got a head full of sense. Oh yeah. Mine will flat give him guineas. I got four. I had 18, but now I got them down to four. Fast dog. Look, they will flat <laughs> give him guineas. She will flat. I mean, he will give that guinea. Oh, and if they mess around and light in a tree up there, he's fixing to blow the top out at that yeah. guinea, son. Yeah. That's another one. Rod Hardy studies them. Yeah, he's as good as anything about those bloodlines, you know. He knows. He knows what works and stuff. Tom too. Tom's oh, yeah. Tom Smith's I've a good dude. I've never met Tom. But he's a good I've man. That dude's something. Stuff, he's a he's a funny dude. He's a comedian. I mean, just he's just a funny. He's a good dude. Oh, sure is. I like I said, I met those man. That dude drove from where's Tom from? Like Pennsylvania or somewhere. Dude drove down to my hunt that I had in the Delta this year. Drove all the way down just to hunt. So, oh. Anyway, we're going to wrap this bad boy up if y'all ready. Yeah. 
I sure appreciate everybody uh, getting on here and doing this with me. And like I said, uh, this is uh, this is one that I wanted to get done. And we at the Hunt Dog Pub. Nothing. If you anybody wants to come hunting, man, we we're we always welcome anybody who wants to come, man. We bring your kids. There'd be no no drinking, no carrying on, no cussing. It's just a good family friendly fun, man. We right. always always got kids. A lot of shooting. A lot of shooting. You better bring your bullets. In fact, you ain't got bullets, we'll have them for you. I mean, we got, we got. (laughs) I left my bullets at home. (laughs) Yeah. I got a kid that's shooting. You shoot my gun. I got a kid that's shooting uh, sporting clays. I got to buy buy them by the case of that one. So I left mine at home. I just use (laughs) y'all's. Yeah. (laughs) Well, look, guys, I appreciate y'all's time. And, uh, dude, this this is fun. I can't wait for this one to come out. Um, It'll be. I don't know. I'll get it ed- edited. I probably ain't gonna fool with it next week, but it'll be it'll be pretty soon. And I'll give y'all all a heads up. We'll get to. Uh, well, I probably won't listen to it. I don't want to hear myself talk. Oh, it'll be fun, man. It's cool. <laughs> I enjoyed. I man, I, I, I thought the same thing. And then every Tuesday, I hear myself on there. I listen to mine too. So anyway, well, I sure appreciate y'all. 